Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fuck. So like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like I'm guaranteeing everybody. People that coming to me to help healing, they don't They literally stay right here. All right, y'all, I am here, and it is Tell the Truth Tuesday, August 20th, y'all. Can you believe it? August 20th is here. Summer is damn near over, and it is what it is. So today's show is called Don't Disrespect the Breadwinner, and I'm giving you guys this really quick um, lesson before cuffing season um, gets here, because you know cuffing season is approaching. It's typically right after Labor Day when the first chill of the fall starts coming through and people start realizing that they are homeless and they cannot live their hot girl or hot boy or city boy summer and they need to go sit their ass down and focus on having a place to live because the coldest winter is coming. I think personally I had my hot girl summer last year. I did a lot of shit last year and last summer and I was just happy and I had relations and relationships and I was good, and now, you know, I just took that whole year off to really just focus on what was going on. So I'm looking forward to the icy girl winter, the coldest winter ever, because everything I manifested is coming to fruition and doing what needs to be done. So don't disrespect the breadwinner is one of the oldest rules in the pimp handbook. And not that you're a pimp, but if you're going to live in the game of life, everything is about games. And we're going to get into the Jay-Z conversation um, and things, certain things that I said to people about his recent signing with the NFL and trying to acquire a team. So don't disrespect the breadwinner means that at some point we all have to accept or take something from somebody, right? So when I say don't disrespect the breadwinner, that can mean your job. Like if you know that's where you go to get your money to pay for where your kids go to school and tuition and pay your bills, you might want not, a, you know, not want to disrespect your boss, right? 
I believe that everybody, let me just put this out there first, I believe that everybody should get their own fucking money, right? And that's why I got such a smart-ass mouth and I do whatever the fuck I want to do because I get my own money. So at the end of the day, though, there are people out there that have more money than me. This is a fact. And so not that I show them any more respect than I would show somebody that wasn't doing anything for me, but I will do things and make sure that they don't ever feel disrespected by me because you just never know when you're going to need someone's help. Case in point, I was on G5 Cultivation's page last night, and I love Larry. You know, he, he's, you guys know I've talked about him for so long with the legalization of marijuana. He runs G5 Cultivation, which is also uh, carried in Jardin out there in Las Vegas, Nevada. Huge, huge investor, huge monumental person in the cannabis industry. And he had posted a picture of Jay-Z and Beyonce, and it was a picture of Jay-Z looking into the camera. And the meme says, you know, what y'all mad about today? Now, uh, G5 Cultivation is bringing in a lot of money. This is a man that went out, and I've talked to you all about Larry before, and handled his business, bought this huge acreage, has his own cannabis camp out there on the west coast that's not two dollar and fifty cent type dude right you you talking about somebody that really did this and i'm not sure what investors he had but he needed a million liquid to get that done that means he could go touch a million dollars and when he had it done and it was done so he posted this on his page and i'm laughing because he might be part of that two percent of the country that's approaching billions right we don't know so a young lady is on there, and she's, you know, going on and on, and her entire response was very emotional. It was very much like Kaepernick this and Eric Reed that and this, this, and this. I don't even know what's going on because I don't watch foosball. I couldn't care less about football. have probably been to several, super, you know, Super Bowls and know people that have been in. I know people that, have, that are in the Hall of Fame currently, and I just I never cared for football, so I don't care. It's not where I get my money. But from a business standpoint, because I am about my business, um, I get it, right? So who is to say that Jay-Z owes Colin Kaepernick any type of reasoning for doing what he did to make sure that his family is fed? He does not care about you. So I'm telling the young lady, I said, listen, I mind my poor-ass business. I don't get into rich people's business or rich people problems because these are rich people problems. None of us had a seat at the table in the first place because we weren't the breadwinner. So let the people that do have a seat at the table sit at the table, then bring another table and put their own seats at the table. This thing that Jay-Z is doing from a business perspective is not personal. This is about money. So do you think he's going to go disrespect the NFL, which he never did? And if you listen to what he said, he said, basically, my issue was never with the NFL. My issue wasn't even about Kaepernick. I chose not to perform at the halftime show because you offered someone else the job before me. So I have the ability to say, I will not do your Super Bowl halftime show because you offered it to Jermaine Dupree first. And that's some petty shit, but I would have did the same thing, perhaps, if I was approaching a, billion, a billionaire status, Right. So Jay-Z never disrespected the breadwinner, which the breadwinner was the NFL, okay? There are many people in this continent that have more money than us, and I'm just not in the business of disrespecting them, okay? The situation that I spoke about a few weeks ago on my show, Messy Bitch, that is somebody that is a breadwinner. That is somebody that has put money in the, you know, in the mouths of the people that I work with and has personally done things for the people that I work with. So my intent was never 
to disrespect the breadwinner. However, you disrespected me first. And I control a lot of things that have to do in that realm. So this is a two-way street. Everybody has to show everybody respect. And, you know, remember I was telling you all about how I've been watching a lot of shows and I watch how white people and people in different countries and nations handle conflict resolution, especially when there's money involved. They're not like us. Niggas want to get emotional. Oh, he shouldn't have did this and just offer it. Nah, 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 nah. So the young lady, and it was such a wonderful exchange because it was two black women having a conversation. We have two totally different views because I believe you should do whatever you want to do to feed your family. As long as you ain't hurting nobody and it ain't illegal, do what you do. Because it's none of my broke-ass business. So the young lady, I saw that she was a hard money lender. Now, a hard money lender Back in my day when I was a broker, because I was a mortgage broker in uh, Tampa, that meant that the people that had the worst credit scores, and I broke this all down for her, so I said, let me get this straight. You work for an organization or you run an organization that lends money to people that otherwise would not be able to get a loan, whether it's because the amount of money is so small or because their credit score is so bad. I said, so you basically are the reason that the market crashed in 2005 in 24 different states. But yet here you are in 2019, 15 years later, right, doing the same thing, and that what you're doing is actually negatively impacting our people. So you see how you're really not in a position to judge what Jay-Z is doing when you are doing literally the same thing. You don't care that these people may not be able to afford that mortgage next year that you put them in. You don't care if the investor doesn't give you your money back because you can go seize a property, so you have leverage. We'll get into leverage another time. Okay, Jay-Z is just doing the exact same thing that we do in America every single day when we go to these jobs. He's putting his emotions to the side and saying, this is what I choose to do. And all while he's doing this, he's not disrespecting the breadwinner. Colin Kaepernick is not the breadwinner. He does not owe him the respect. He didn't disrespect Colin. You know, and I also have an issue with Nessa, Colin's girlfriend. Now you're doing too much because now things that you're saying because you're messy – sometimes and you have a platform to use you guys want this man to turn down billions of dollars because he's angry that cap can't get a job when y'all aren't seeing the bigger picture meaning that yeah we they, there might be some sort of clause and somebody brought this up to me there might be some sort of clause where you know yeah we'll let you be part owner whatever whatever because you have to have a sit down you can't disrespect any of the breadwinners that come to the table with that kind of money that's all everybody has to be in cahoots we don't have a black owner for any football team in the NFL. We just don't. Nobody has that kind of money. The coaches don't have that kind of money. And Jay-Z is not saying I'm going to pool a bunch of money together and do it. No, he's saying I'll just buy it myself. He didn't need help. Okay? So, unfortunately, when it comes to money and you're trying to get to that next level, you need help. And you need to be able to sit down with the people that are going to be able to see you win, the breadwinners. Right? So who's to say that, yeah, Jay-Z might not sign a contract and say, okay, I won't let Colin Kaepernick play, but guess what? Now he's the defensive coordinator for this team, or he is the lead rep for whatever, whatever, for the team that he owns. He could legally do that. But we can't even fathom that that's going to happen because we're so busy minding rich people's business instead of worrying about our poor-ass problems. Okay? So – The easiest thing to remember with not disrespecting the breadwinner going into cuffing season is don't bite the hand that feeds you, right? So I don't burn a lot of bridges when it comes to business in the sense of you literally never know 
when you are going to have to sit down and ask somebody for a job. You just don't know. So that's why that two-week notice is important. That's why it's important for you not to leave and fire brim and hailstone. So, like, for example, today I got a call. Um, it was some questions about CBD, and I've always adored um, the girl that called. I've always adored her because she lives her life carefree. She's very honest about it, and you just don't see that in a lot of women. And so within that just particular 45-minute conversation, I had sold her a bunch of products, and then she has access to people that could possibly buy hundreds of products from me for, the, for years to come. You see what I mean? But if I had judged her or spoke ill of her or did, trust me, if I'm burning down a bridge, I'm making sure that in this realm, in this lifetime, I don't ever need you again. And so I see a lot of men lately disrespecting their breadwinner. And I don't mean in the sense of just like, you know, because they're homeless or, or they would be a pedestrian without their woman. I mean in the sense of you're not thinking things through. You guys, some of y'all, are really just out here cheating for no goddamn reason. Well, I was unhappy. Fuck your happiness. You better make sure you got a place to motherfucking live. You better make sure that your credit. Listen, if I'm in a relationship and I leave the relationship and I don't have anything more, even just a sense of understanding when I leave the relationship, bitch, you just wasted my time. And for what? I don't disrespect the breadwinners in my relationships. Like right now I'm in a situation where I'm doing a lot of philanthropy work, a lot of it. And I'm so happy to do it because, oh, God, the minute that those envelopes switch hands or the minute that I'm doing a donation or whatever, I literally, something happens, the money is literally returned right back to me. And it's not even in a week's time. It's within days' time. I'll get a sale or something happened and, you know, there, I, I was owed a refund, just crazy stuff. So that just makes me want to keep giving, not because I'm getting it back, but because it makes me feel good and I remember when I didn't have it. And so I'm in a precarious situation where the person that I'm helping out, um, at one point he was the breadwinner. He, you know, was somebody that always made sure I was good, always made sure my kid was good, my family was good, whatever, in the way that he knew how. Was he paying mortgages? No, because we didn't have one. Was he doing a lot of things that I've seen other men do for me? No, but he was doing the best that he could with what he had. So I never disrespected the breadwinner. I kept things away from him. I kept things out his way that, you know, I never, ever spoke ill of him to other men. Or you understand what I'm saying? Because you have to set a precedent. It doesn't behoove you to go talk shit about your breadwinner to the next man. No, you got to set a precedence. No, this is what this motherfucker was doing. So you would be very silly to think that you would come in my life and do anything less. It's how you have to approach it, ladies. Y'all over here, he don't do this, he don't do that. No, talk about what he does do. Hello? You know, because now you look like you got dank pussy. You look like you ain't worth a damn. Like, so you just letting him do this to you and you're not getting anything. And listen, I bring, so listen, I'm a breadwinner too. I'm somebody that's going to try to make sure your credit is straight. I'm somebody that's going to try to see business opportunities where maybe you don't see them. Try to make sure that you're good going in years to come. Get your, get your paperwork straight. Just make sure everything is good with you on paper, not just for this bullshit that we see in the street. And so I found myself being disrespected by this particular gentleman to bitches that don't matter, and they never will. 
And it just, it astounds me because I'm just like, why would you do that? Why would you talk about me like that to this particular person and you don't even speak to that person anymore? Oh, and this was somebody that you didn't even fuck with. You just saw fit to say that about me, knowing damn well that when you're in a bind, I'm the only person that you can call to help you out of it. So some time ago, I made the decision that I just wasn't going to fucking help you at all because you disrespected the breadwinner. So this is not somebody that needed a place to live. This isn't somebody. It's just somebody that I think maybe never ran across a breadwinner. So, like, these dudes out there, they meet bitches that got money. That's not, that's not the thing. The thing is, is it's not that you can meet a broad or a dude that has money. It has to be, are they going to give you any? Are they going to help you? Are they going to invest in you? So I told the story today on my Instagram, at miss.d.scott, about how I was in Mexico. And y'all know I went down to Mexico with one of my coworkers. And... You know, it was a dude, but it's not, trust me, it's definitely not like that. He's back, you know, how he has his own relationships. It was just a situation where he was like, oh, shit, I'll go. And I was like, shit, come on. I got, you know, I got an extra room. Like, it's, let's do it. And he was concerned that I was going to get my organs harvested and shit like that. So long story short, the breadwinner that's in my life right now, somebody that never touched, no nothing, this is a dude that, you know, the art of seduction is really an art, you know. So I, a lot of my relationships, probably about 99% of them, there's only like 1% that start, we're friends. And I'm talking about for years. So I've seen all your raggedy shit. I've seen how you move. I've seen what you do. I see what you like. I see what you don't like, which makes it very beneficial to me, that, that level of information, when you try to take it there one lonely night, you know, in, you know, Calabasas or something, let's just say. So... The gentleman calls me, and he's like, hey, happy birthday, babe, you know, whatever, whatever. People were sending me money, you know, on my cash app, like as far as for my birthday to buy me a drink, you know, because you know, people know I don't want nothing. I don't need nothing. I'm good. Um, I'm, I'm in happiness. I'm in bliss, you know. And so he says, well, who are you in Mexico with? And it's not that I lied. It's just that certain things is none of your motherfucking business because you're not paying my bill. But I also acknowledge that this is somebody that I don't want him to think that I'm doing something that I'm not doing because you have to remember that even before you start dating, even before all that, you're teaching these men how you roll if you become friends with them first. And that's a lot of our problem is that we don't date people, you know, for an extended period of time. I don't believe in a 90-day rule. I believe that whenever you want to get that little twat popping, you do whatever you want to do, but just make sure that you're ready for the ramification and the, and the consequences that come with throwing some thing down, giving it to them. Okay, so he lives out of town. He lives in Houston. And, see, that's why I try to tell you hoes all the time. If I really wanted to go to the left on a motherfucker, I really could. I had a whole dude in Houston, never even called this dude when I was in town. Because that's how I don't disrespect where I lay my head at or I don't disrespect my man like that. I don't do that. So I just really don't have communication with people when I'm in a relationship. But as history would have it, y'all start acting another ass fool, and now I have to go and start answering phones and text messages because that's really all this is. So he texts me, he says, hey, who are you in Mexico with? Because I would have came with you. I said, oh, damn, I didn't know I hadn't heard from you because he's back and forth from Jamaica, L.A., you know, wherever. He owns some things down in uh, Houston. But a few years back, and it's crazy because the pictures popped up on my timeline, there's pictures of me that I reposted where I was, like, out at the pool. That's the pool at his condo complex and whatever, whatever. Dude, he let me stay at his condo. I didn't even, he wasn't even there. He left the key for me at the concierge. I went, picked it up. That was that. He wasn't even in town. That's how. That's what type of dudes I'm used to, okay? 
didn't even, you know, let some take whatever you want out the house. There's some toiletries in there if you need them, take them. You know, there's liquor, a fully stocked bar, whatever you need. You need the car, there's a truck outside, the keys is in the kitchen. Like, that's the type of stuff I'm used to dealing with. So when it comes as less than, you know, and this is somebody I ain't even touched, right? What you want from the MCM store? I'm in the mall, FaceTime. Okay, what you want from the Gucci store? That's just my people, you know? So, but I do, he has he has family up here in Rochester, so when he needs me to do some leg work for him, I'll go do some leg work, you know, whatever. Can you go pick this stuff for me, throw it in the mail, da 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 things like that. And that's how you do it. So I remember one time we was in the um, casino, and not, you know, not the one here in the Falls, but the one out in Rochester, and um, I ran into him with one of his little friends, and you could tell that she knew that the vibe was off because he started acting weird, not me because I ain't, you know, and um, I'm with my homegirl. We had lost our little, you know, $10 we was in there with, you know, our little stack. And um, he was standing there, and he was a little embarrassed, you know, because I was like, I called you. I was in your city, you know, because he got a place out there as well. And he hands me, like, $1,000. And I split it with my girlfriend, and he's like, here, man, I ain't even see you calling me my bad. That ain't my people. That's just – so you see what I'm saying? Like, he's leading up to something. I'm like, he wants something, Right. So you would be really crazy to think that I'm going to tell you who I'm really with. Man, listen, I had my stuff ready to go. He was like, who was you out there with? I was like, oh, my homegirls from work. He was like, send me pictures. Because you could tell he was like, yeah, right, bitch, it's your birthday, you know, whatever. So I sent him pictures of some little young ladies that I met from Jersey out at the Cenote that we were diving in, which is hilarious because now they have a movie called, I think, 47 Feet. Um, where they talk about them cave diving in the cenote and there's sharks down there. I didn't even think about that shit. So anyway, I didn't disrespect the breadwinner. So I'm not going to disrespect him and tell him the truth, which is none of your business because you don't pay my bills. But I'm not going to tell you something that's going to, you know, significantly alter the way that you see me or think about what I'm doing on my birthday. Because I really was on my birthday by myself. I was chilling. I'm single. I do what I want. But if he was just some dude that had never done nothing for me, I'd be like, I'm out here with my coworker, we chilling, you know, this, this, and this. But I'm not going to disrespect the breadwinner because I know that at some point I might need to have some help. I know at some point, you see what I'm saying? So I see a lot of men disrespecting the very women that if it weren't for them, bitch, you wouldn't exist. And I see a lot of women disrespecting the man. And see, women are disrespectful on another level in a different way. You know, it's not always cheating with us. You know, it could just be because you think that that little cat is popping that now you think that because you got this dude to do this for you that you're going to be able to get all dudes to do it for you. Well, newsflash, they ain't got that kind of money these days. We are the new millionaires. We women. We are the new entrepreneurs. We are the new breadwinners, right? So whatever your dude is doing for you, if he buying you cars, make sure you got a place to live, he keeping you laced, whatever, whatever, that's all fine, well, and good. But please, yes, there are tons of men out there that might do the same thing. But, baby, you got to build first. These dudes ain't out here tricking no more. Nah, your little brethren done fucked up the game already. They're giving away that little cootie cat too quick. Dudes are realizing, like, why I got to take you? So now what they're doing is they tricking after you done did all that nasty pornographic shit to them. They're not tricking before no more because y'all not letting them lead up to nothing. Y'all just, you know what I'm saying, letting them take you to the little Applebee's and letting them, you know, deduct 
point from what you're doing, and then it don't help that you're sitting up there talking shit about your dude, you know, telling how how raggedy he is and what he don't do. Meanwhile, dude's not realizing that if dude was to walk out and leave you tomorrow for another woman, you would be back a pedestrian and in them same rainbow outfits and fake Uggs that you talked about other people for having. That's why it's important when you get to a certain age, especially over 30, that you're building with somebody. You're not just taking. You know, I got brothers. I see a lot of you hoes take. I had one take for my brother, you know, paid for her car, paid for, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, and not because he was with her for years, you know, and then every time he was in a bind or whenever he needed help, you understand what I'm saying? She wasn't around, and that's not fucking fair. You know, they don't, they keep me out of that stuff because they know I don't appreciate none of that. So for me, I just feel like, if you're going to be out there doing what you want to do, make sure that you pay all your own bills. Make sure that you, nobody can say that they are responsible for your lifestyle. But y'all out here disrespecting the very people that if they were to leave, you know what is also a common thread that I see? And this is sad because it really speaks to your level of bumness as a woman, as a man. I know a dude, his girl went to jail, right? And he had the kids, he had custody of the kids, he had a little girlfriend, whatever. His lifestyle didn't change. Because he was the breadwinner. Whatever she brought in was extra, and they lived off it. But his kids, the way they dressed didn't change. The way he dressed didn't change. Nothing changed. I see a lot of women where your man gets capped or he gets popped, he ends up going to jail, and you done had to, you know, go backwards on your lifestyle when if you would have just been to yourself in the house handling your business and popped out every now and again and, again and stopped trying to be so flashy keeping up with people that don't give a fuck about you at all, right, nobody would have even seen the shift or the change. You know, I know dudes that have been down for 8 to 10 years. You know, the wife is an IRAM, whatever, whatever. They come home, they good. They got two cars in the driveway. They got, you know what I'm saying, the house is paid off. The kids is good. You know, that's a partnership. A lot of y'all are not in partnership. You have a breadwinner, but you're not in a partnership because you, ding, 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 are the taker. Relationships should not be give, 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 and then somebody's always taking because that's how you end up bankrupt and then bankrupting the relationship because now in the end nobody has anything left to give. And I already told you how I go. When that money starts drying up and I don't warned you 50, 11 times, 50, 100 times, hey, you might want not to do that. You might not want to do this, whatever, whatever. And that money starts drying up, pussy get dry when the money get dry. Usually within a six-month span. And that's not no gold digger shit. That's some I told you so shit. Right? If I'm the breadwinner in the relationship and you a breadwinner, right, and we together, there's no reason that within one year we shouldn't be multiplying what we have. Because that makes the bond stronger. That keeps the pussy moist when you out here forming relationships and bonds with people that you can help because of your area of expertise and people that can help you because of their area of expertise. I'm on some Farmer John shit right now, looking for farmers. What's up? Cowboys, stuff like that. Because I have a different interest, a different mindset now. I'm not interested in somebody that's trying to get it from the mud and then stay in the mud. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. And so y'all out here disrespecting the very people that make sure that you eat, make sure that you are right. And some people, listen, it's not nothing to do with, you know, I, I respect dude, even though I don't, you know, bother with him and that's not my people, but he could at some point be my man, right? 
I don't disrespect him because I don't want him to ever feel like, you know, I done did a little, listen, that stuff that he does for me might be a lot to you. It's not nothing to him. And I'm sure he probably got 15, 20 other boys he's doing the same thing for because he's developed a relationship, a rapport for them, and they do things for him when he needs it. I do a lot of his leg work sometimes here and there. But you can't disrespect the breadwinner. We're going into cuffing season. Last year I actually rode the bench. I was not cuffed up last year. I left my relationship in August or, no, September of last year, um, and I've just been grinding ever since you know, grinding away the pain, the embarrassment, the disrespectfulness, and, you know, just really putting into, you know, the universe what it is that I wanted. And so, like I said in the caption today, I said, if you know that you are a hobosexual, you somebody that has sex for a place to stay, you better get yourself together before you start trying to go and start new relationships on the side. You know, if y'all don't know what cuffing season is, I did a cuffing season and then I did a cuffing season 101 and part two. I think I have four shows in total about cuffing season. But the best way to navigate cuffing season is to have your own shit, have pure intentions, then you win the game. Everything is a game. You know, I have no problem being hunted if I'm going to be a viable prey. If, if him hunting me down and waiting all this time, and listen, he's never been, the person I'm talking about has never been, you know, inappropriate with me or disrespectful. So that's why it's weird to me. You know you're the breadwinner when you do things for people and they're just shocked that you did it for them. And you're like, but this is just really how I get down. This don't got nothing to do with you, me, or anything else. I saw that you had a need. We good. So I just wanted to make sure that that need got filled. It's not about tit for tat when you were breadwinner. Only broke holes, male or female, tally up amounts. That's broke people shit. And that's why I said we need to stay out of motherfucking Jay-Z and the NFL's business because we need to worry about what the fuck is going on. Some of y'all ain't paid y'all child support and you worried about what Jay-Z doing to the NFL. Some of you bras ain't even, you know, got money together for um, your kids' school supplies. You're going to go get a free backpack, but you partied all summer long. That's not breadwinner shit. That's broke bra shit. That's broke people shit. You know what I'm saying? And being broke to me is a lifestyle. It's just it's, it's not you didn't maintain anything. So you just you just go to work every day just to get by. You don't want nothing else. You don't want to because not everybody's an entrepreneur. Not everybody. There are some people that are actual just worker bees, and that's what they do is they work. But are you getting paid what you deserve? Are you working at a job that's going to help you fulfill what you're trying to do 10 years from now, 20 years from now? My five-year plan is so ridiculous that it's just it already started taking shape, like to the point where affirmations are everywhere. I walked out the house. I, my homeboy is a realtor. He just so happened to be driving down the street. We went to go, you know, look at some things with my other homegirl. Like things are happening, right, the minute that I say it. So instead of me disrespecting the breadwinner, and also, too, like even in my past, I was in a situation where I know somebody, and um, he helped me out. Like he did a lot of fucked up shit to me, but he helped me out probably about 15 years ago, 15 years ago. And I started to sit down and be thankful about it and let him know about it, but then I was like, man, fuck that motherfucker, because just as much as he was the breadwinner, I was too, so I made sure that shit was rotating and shit was cyclical. So I don't need to say thank you for you doing shit that you were supposed to do, right? But if you've got somebody and they're going above and beyond what they should be doing and making sure that you live okay or making sure that you're not uncomfortable, you got to respect that person. Don't be disrespecting that person to other fucking people. And also, too, 
if you know that you're dealing with a broad that got a shit gang of money, right, or a dude that got a shit gang of money, even if he ain't never did nothing for you or he does minimal shit for you, don't disrespect him because guess what? If all the tires on your car come up missing and you ain't got the, you know, the $800 to fix it, you better be able to call somebody to get it. You out disrespecting him to the next dude is not going to get you the $800 you need. Some of y'all just be out here just doing stuff just to be doing it. You're not thinking. In my mind frame, I have to think about relationships, money, and people a year down the line and in advance. And if I can't put you into the budget, whether it be for my time, for a trip, for anything, we don't need to talk. There's no reason for us to have conversations, right? And I don't disrespect my breadwinners. And it's not to say that I give dudes that have money more respect than dudes that don't have money. I know dudes that really don't have money, but they would give me their last dollar if they had to. That's still a breadwinner in my eyes, you know. So while you're out here during cuffing season, there's a reason we say, oh, I sat the bench this year, because it's a team. It's not just you cuff up with one person. No, you're supposed to be dating. You're supposed to have a breadwinner. You're supposed to have somebody that can get shit done. You're supposed to have your soldier. You know, your soldier is somebody that you say, look, I need this taken care of, and they're going to go take care of it. And I'm not talking financially. You're supposed to have a team of dudes, and then wherever you are at in your healing, right, is when you start to decipher this is somebody that I wouldn't touch, this is somebody I wouldn't sleep with, this is somebody that we're going to remain friends, this is somebody that I have no problem going and hanging out, going to art shows and things like that, but this one right here, this is somebody that I want to build something with. If you pass 30 and you ain't took your whole stroll yet, I urge you to hurry up and go take it. And, again, whole stroll ain't got nothing to do with being a hoe and sucking dick and doing it. It's not bad. Whole stroll just means that you are carefree, you are doing whatever you want to do, and you don't answer to nobody, and that costs money. If somebody is paying anything for you, you have to respect them because there's a lot of chicks out there that do it for themselves and would switch places with you in a minute just to get a half a light bill paid. So sometimes respect your man a little bit. Respect him a little bit. Respect that he don't got you out here looking fucking crazy and that he does take the garbage out or he does make sure he puts the toilet seat down. Okay? Respect your lady a little bit more than to be, you know, riding around and, you know, talking shit about her out of cars that she paid for or riding around talking shit about her on a phone that she paid for. And then y'all be sad. I, man, I remember this video I watched and this girl walked up on this dude in the sneaker store. And she literally, I want to say she whooped them with a belt and was like, take them shoes off, I bought them. You see what I'm saying? You never put yourself in a position for somebody to be able to take everything away from you and your lifestyle changes because they took everything away from you. Now, I'm not talking about marriage. Marriages and divorce is a whole different situation. Let's get to the marriage first. So I'm going to leave y'all with a song that I have been vibing to all motherfucking for the last like two weeks since it dropped. Um, you know that Port of Miami Part 2 came out. Uh, happy belated birthday to Nip Hustle. We did get our uh, Compton gear. My son is over the moon about it. And, yes, we ordered it way back in April. Shout out to Idris and all the Niagara Falls mural artists. We're doing a ceremony tomorrow uh, at the Underground Railroad here in Niagara Falls, New York. We have I, was, I sat on a board to select these finalists for mural pieces that we're doing here to beautify the city. And Idris was actually painting, I didn't get to tell you guys this, was actually painting a gentleman, right? And it was a saxophonist, jazz artist on the wall. And there's this big spider. And I'm like, it looks like a brown recluse, like the kind that, you know, when I lived in Florida. And he says, no, I don't know. The spider just keeps hanging out. And he's telling me the story of the 
gentleman and his connection to Niagara Falls and that his brother was Pappy Martin and they do a Pappy Martin Day and jazz barbecue and things like that out in Buffalo. And the spiders, this huge spiders just sitting there. And I said, well, what's this guy's name? He says his name is Spider Martin. I said, well, there you go. There's your spider. And you should have seen the look on Idris's face, the artist. He also did the Freedom Wall in uh in Buffalo. He painted Malcolm X on the Freedom Wall in Buffalo, so we selected him. Natalia, Madonna, Left Hand Bandit is doing something for us down at uh at the uh Dorshones Community Center on Highland Avenue. So and there's a couple other artists. There's Mohammed, he's the one that did the uh mural that if you go online and see it at, at NS uh murals, you'll see it's written. It looks like calligraphy but it's written in Arabic and different languages. So you know, there's affirmations everywhere if you're looking for them. And so that's how my week has been going. And so I've been listening to Port of Miami Part 2 by Rick Ross. And one of my favorite songs on there is called Gold Roses. He's got a song on there with Nip 2 as well with Tiana Taylor. But I urge y'all to listen to it. This is good summertime music. And we're going to get back into cuffing season hopefully next week. Uh, this weekend we'll be out and about everywhere. You'll see us with these mural projects. And I'm just thankful, man. Like I'm thankful that I was raised properly enough. And if you don't know what it means to be a breadwinner, perhaps you should go get some icebergs slim books starting with trick baby starting with pimp so that you understand that everything in life is cyclic everything has to do with money in the end it has to do with money because you're not going to stay with somebody and they're not paying you know the, the cost to be the boss you're not bums do shit like that you're supposed to give bums spare change not pussy sis and you're supposed to give female bums just a little dick you know and then go on about your business you're not supposed to take up with bum ass bras or bum ass dudes so the very least that you can do, some of y'all respecting y'all bums more than you respect the breadwinner, and that can't happen. So gold roses to you and for that. And I will talk to y'all on Sunday at church. Yeah. I'm home now. It's over now. She got a thing for Chanel Vintage that dry before she could speak English. Do you love me and love seeking attention? I mean, which one is it? You keep calling me a twin, but twins ain't this different. Mentally, I'm already on next year. That's some 2020 clear vision. You saying let you finish. I ain't trying to hear it. I'm off of spiritual lifting, but I don't fly spirit. I'm off of finding happiness, but down to die serious. All smiles, Kevin Durant trials. Had to blow it on a court, I must have blew a milli. I'm walking on all charges, that's my new Achilles. I know they love to rock the check, but who gon' do it really, really? My depositions never surface. Tenenbaum know the logo on the jersey is getting purchased. Ten years in and y'all yet they hear my most impressive verses. Paid the cost to be the boss, wasn't even my most expensive purchase. Trust when I say I'm never on the shit they assuming I'm on. Tales about me are like Corritos and Coolia Khan. Sashimi from Saito, you know that man, two Michelin star. Postcard from Grace Bay, sending my distant regards. Vision wasn't mine, told my niggas the vision was ours. Still a part of shorty, even if we've been living apart. Rocks will do you filthy for me soon as I give him the nod. Meaning he'll blast for me like putting a six with the guard. Hop on the float and show the city the one they appointed. The one that's rebuilding schools and feeding the homeless. Hang with my niggas, but sometimes I be trying to avoid it. Cause they'll get to popping out of place like they double jointed. Goals was the top of the pyramid in this shitty world. I gotta get the most of everything as the axis on which it's sitting twirls. Point blank period like a city girl. And then I bring it back to 50 world.
Hey. Whoa. You made me this way, yeah. Before I'm going out of this place, yeah. Put some flowers in my face, won't you? Let me know that I did okay, yeah. Don't wait till some other day, no, no. They let her wait till it's too late. It's too different. late. Yo. Hey. I was nominated, never won a Grammy. But I understand, they'll never understand me. A lot of lives lost, but I never panicked. A lot of lines crossed, I never did a zany. A hundred-room mansion, but I felt abandoned. Love making love with what would love lamin'. Jealous, so they bitches be acting like they sleeping on us. But they speaking on us, Zulus, quarters, even numbers. Still blowing smoke as angels float above us. Love giving back, but will they ever love us? Chanel in the mail, FedEx and Pharrell. And what I got for sale, just sit on the scale. Triple beam dream, a buck on the shade. I really seen things give mothers to shake. I really bought cars with women on face. I know it seemed all, but money amazing. College loans really did fuck up a credit. Discover cars, look back, I know she regret it. But we keep pushing, keep our foot on the pedal. In the mirror, she a blessing, rebuking the devil. Living on the edge, she keeping me level. Money come and go, I'ma keep it forever. Money come and go, I'ma keep you forever. Slip on glass slippers to tickle with feathers. Everywhere we go, we create a dilemma. Coming to America, really the set. I let your soul glow, I'm keeping you wet. I'm a cold December's, I know she remembers. Forgiveness for a sinner, but is it that simple? Holding on your hands, your body's a temple. Fly you out the cans, menages with bitches. Losses in the prime, start you with spinach. Bottles for the dawn, our party's the biggest. Maybach music. Maybach music. Hey. Whoa. You made me this way, yeah. Before I'm gone out of this place, yeah. Put some flowers in my face, won't you? Let me know that I did okay, yeah. Don't wait till some other day, no, no. They let her wait till it's too late. Too late. Hey. Had a dream, she was singing to me like Gladys Knight. True love in the projects, it's called paradise. All your niggas left, you wasn't acting right. But honesty itself a small sacrifice. My money bag heavy, got me begging light. You moving funny, kid, you feel my appetite. Niggas' conversations, a lot of it false. You own condos right over Carnegie Hall. Speak about your cars, but all of them park. You niggas' money light, come out of the dark. You really are my type, it's not a facade. One of the reasons why I write, we got a synopsis. I'm always at the top of barbershop gossip. After further thought, better not knock em. Allocate some dollars to go out shopping. Bitch, we on the rail, it's time to stop talking. Hey. Whoa. You made me this way, yeah. Before I'm gone out of this place, yeah. Put some flowers in my face, won't you? Let me know that I did okay. Don't wait till some other day, no, no. They let her wait till it's too late, too late. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.